0: Back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 937 The Ticket and the Ticketfm.com.
1: Welcome back to On the Block Strick here and Rico Suave. We are on the block, 93.7 the ticket. We appreciate you for being on the block and the blockheads joining us as well. Before we bring in two-time national champion Cluster Johnson, we're going to give away a few ping pong balls here, and it's going to be a trivia question to which uh, the Sauter Heyman text line needs to be on fire. Also, the stream. We'll take the stream. It'll be the first five that get the answer correctly. On Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, or Twitter as well, you're off. You're welcome to tap in. But the Sodder and text line at 402-464-5685. Get your ping pong balls. Get in the game. The NCAA tournament, the number one seeds and one number two, I think, is out of the question, but uh, you should still be able to tap in. Here we go. Uh, the question is this. Eric Strickland is number two all-time in scoring for Class A uh, basketball in in the history of uh, Nebraska sports, how many points is that that I have for that record of number two in the state? How many points? How many points total did I score to get the number two slot? As you guys are looking for the number two spot as well. Um, How many points? If you're on the text line, you can tap in on that, figure that out, hit that first the first uh, five that get it will mm-hmm. get uh, the the balls, and a lot of people are
2: not in the range. Matt and Chris, you need to go much higher. Uh, Don, so close. Uh,
1: you're so close. You, you almost yeah. had it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> the Cubs girl way too high. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, but in the meantime, while you guys are doing that action, we're gonna bring in Cluster Johnson, and we'll 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 keep the names. But I'll keep track of it. Yeah, Rico, keep you. Cluster Johnson joining us on the block. Hey, man, I just threw something out there. We have some balls that are being tossed around in here. I know that didn't sound right. (laughs) Pause, (laughs) pause. Ping pong balls, ping pong balls. Let me pause. Cluster, get your man's. So this is what it is man. We're giving away some ping pong balls for the uh the uh NCAA tournament and and if yeah. they if you hit you win, you're going to win some big prizes. So um the question was uh your boy Eastrick is number 2 all time in scoring yeah. for Nebraska history. Uh, I know that number, but th- I'm not going to say it. There's two people can- that just hit Huh?
0: <laughs> I know that number but I'm not going to say it but but can I tell everybody one little piece of history that did uh pertain to Eastrick's number 2 ranking all-time in class A score. Now, Eastrick pretty much should have been the all-time leading scorer, but the number 1 guy had to score 50 points in his last game <laughs> to break
1: the record yeah and I didn't go to the state tournament that year (laughs) either so I didn't get a chance to put in some extra work to do that but it is that is absolutely true and 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 class when when I reminisce and remember that time um I'm watching him kind of go through the state tournament and you know of course I'm sitting at home my team wasn't able to get there that year and um When I'm looking at it, matter of fact, I missed two state tournaments. One I should have played in. We all know what happened my freshman year, which was some bull junk. But nonetheless, I should have been there my freshman year as well. But I only got really, I think, what, one, maybe two shots at it. I think two shots at it we got. But listen, um, Kles, I'm watching Hastings play defense on Dre, and I'm like (laughs) – are y'all just going to let this man just do this to you without letting nobody else touch the ball? I'm like, I are mean, y'all they had, serious? They
0: had a seven-footer, man. <laughs> they had a seven-footer.
1: It was unbelievable to me, man. I was watching that happen uh, before my eyes on TV, and I was I was pulling out hair. I actually had hair back then. But uh, there are some people that are winning. We thank you guys. There are some people that are, are winning. We will, we'll announce that as we uh, finish up this segment. But, Kless, got a couple of things, man. You got your bracket set. You know, I, I, yes, I do. Yes, I
0: do. I have a good idea of, of who I think is going to go to the Final Four. Um, and, and, you know, and I feel pretty confident about it, except every time the NCAA starts, there's always teams that just get hot and hungry, and they come out of nowhere. It's just so unpredictable. You don't know who it's going to be. But it happens every year. But I got an idea of where I want to go.
1: I got you. Well, tell me this then. So, if you look at the brackets, you're breaking it down. Um, The crazy thing is, uh, only one of them actually won their conference title. They, you know, they got drubbed. (laughs) And so, so when you look at that, um, so your number one's your number one all uh, all overall is Alabama. Then you have Houston, you have Purdue, and then you have Kansas. Uh, Kansas is in the west, Houston's in the Midwest, Alabama's in the south, Purdue is in the east. Now tell me this, which one of those number ones is going to go the farthest? Your thoughts. You know, I I heard everybody,
0: I see a lot of people talking about Alabama, and as I look at the Alabama bracket, I think that is the, the weakest, the South is the weakest of the, all the brackets, I believe. So, you know, if if Alabama stay consistent and play like they have played this year, I feel like they're going to have an issue with uh, San Diego State may be an issue. That mm. might be an issue for Alabama. Um. But if they can get past San Diego State and also a potential matchup with Baylor, because mm-hmm. I did I, I, unfortunately I did pick Baylor over Creighton. Mm-hmm. Um, so the winner of Baylor Creighton is is going to have that to me is going to have that next shot at taking Alabama out because I don't know I'm just not a believer in Arizona. Yeah, I'm just not a believer in Arizona. I. I I haven't really seen them play well consistently over the year. I just don't I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't have that feeling for Arizona, but Alabama's part of the bracket. You know, they're going to have to play Maryland. You know, Maryland is a is a is a team that is out of a conference that is a basketball conference and we don't traditionally view the SEC is a basketball conference, except that time where Florida kind of reigned over everybody. Yeah, um, But for the most part, you know, the conference that Maryland comes out of, I mean, they are ballers. They, they are just straight ballers in that conference. And if Alabama gets past them um, and San Diego State, I, I think it's smooth sailing. It's smooth
1: sailing for them into the final four. Okay, well, break this down for me, man. You you know our, our, our hearts are broken, you know, because you and I both came up and just kind of helped to set the tone of what is now there uh, at Bellevue West, both on, you know, the full range of sports now and the success that they're having. Um, but, you know, we're, we're, we're losing a good one. Uh, Coach Woodard is, uh, you know, bowing out. He's passing the torch. Uh, so two questions along that lines. Uh, your thoughts about that in his retirement, then, um, you know, the future of the potential future of, of Bellevue West basketball and where it goes from this point on. And uh, just want to hear your thoughts on that.
0: Well, I had a chance to have a little back and forth with Coach Woodard um, obviously, he's played a huge part in the Johnson family life because I've had uh, three sons interact with him. You know, two mainly who played their full career out through uh, high school. And my 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 son Keegan decided he wanted to focus more on football as he got older. But Coach Woodard, man, is the epitome of an old school basketball junkie that have been able to, um, obviously, he's been able to mutate his style through through the years because he will tell you the kid that he started coaching 25 years ago at Bell West and the kid today so much different. Mm-hmm. He's a progressive guy. He's pretty progressive in his thought, and he keeps people around him that I think, uh, you know gives him good input you know mm-hmm, like you mm-hmm. got to have people around you that have their ears to the streets that can say hey man you know maybe we should start doing this or maybe we should start doing that uh he also has guys around him that that can that can translate for him which is just it's awesome mm-hmm. and um i feel if they keep the staff intact if they keep his if they elevate his number and everybody else stays with the four starters they got coming back next year, they should be in the mix, I know, for next year. For sure, it's going to be interesting to see what happens after that.
1: Yeah. So let's talk about that, right, because one of the things that they've been able to do both on the basketball and the football side is is uh, build culture, build um, – when when you show up on campus and when you show up on the field or on the court, uh, you understand the expectations. And one of the things that I saw is when they emptied the bench cluster uh, when I was when I was calling the games down there for the for the state tournament. Um, everybody from the guys that could not play that had not played uh, was trying to play or looking to elevate themselves to play in the near future. They played the same way, and so. Yeah. So, so when you're talking about building a culture, whether it be for the Husker football program here, for the, for the basketball program as it's starting to try to look to its future, what does, what, what, what does that entail and how is that built on, on what type of foundation? I mean, where does that come from? So I think that what's happening at Bellevue West is very rare
0: that you have a really solid football program and a really solid basketball program. Um what I think what happened is you know coach Huffman have brought in a lot of great athletes over the years. Um everybody knows that some of the really good schools recruit and then after you recruit some of these good players and and you start to see that they're in a system that's conducive to getting scholarship offers, then that just draws more kids to your school. So I think if one of the football who has a tons of kids who, you know, there's way more kids on a football team than, than a basketball team. I think the football team will continue to help the basketball team. Because when you look at the team this year, you had Jaden Bullion, you had uh, Isaiah McMorris, and then you had, uh, one of the Europa brothers, one of the Europa brothers, I mean, all three of those guys were football starters. Mm-hmm. So, again, I think the culture of football is going to continue to help um, basketball to a degree. Um, but you're going to have to mix that in with some true basketball players. Like there's there's not very many Eric Stricklands. Like Eric Strickland was a true football player who could have played professional football and he was a true basketball player who could play pro basketball and he was a true baseball player who can play professional baseball. Like you don't have very many of them. But you gotta get those guys who are gym junkies. Mm-hmm, you know, your Chucky mm-hmm. Headburn. Right. Your uh um you know your your um uh, the kid who's uh number one this year. Uh, why can't I think of his name? Um He's going to Creighton. Oh, yeah, kinda, Doestler,
1: Uh Josiah.
0: Dosler, Dosler. Josiah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you are, you're going to have to have those guys, too. And, and right now they still have them. Like, you know, Jaden Jackson is coming back and little Eldon is coming back. So, I mean, they got some guys. They just got to continue to have a couple of those guys. You mix them in with uh, some of those athletes from the football team. And I, 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 think, I think they'll be okay.
1: Yeah. Well, that's good because that's one of the things that's hardest to do for a coach is to build culture. And uh, so uh, that's what Nebraska is needing to do, both for their football program and basketball programs right now, is to uh, find those type of people that are going to want. And I know you got to see it because you watched it up front, up close and personal. I wish I could delve a little bit deeper into, uh, you know, what you were able to do with the culture that was built here at Nebraska when you were here. But we got to take a break because uh, we got shootout with Strick coming up. Always a pleasure to have you, my friend. It was good seeing you yesterday as well. And uh, we hope to hear you uh, again next week, uh, earlier in the week, when we uh, reconvene after the weekend.
0: No doubt. And enjoy those cigars, my brother.
1: Enjoy those cigars. Yes, sir. You know your boy, Stricky will. Uh, Cluster Johnson, two-time national champion. There he goes. Uh, we got to take a break. We have a shootout with Strick. Call in. Well, do you want to, before, oh, that's before we right. do that
2: really fast, so we have the five people. Yeah. So it's Jeff Plackey, Jesse, Rubber Duck from LinkedIn, Guilt Nerd, and another Jesse. Not the same Jesse, a different Jesse. So, Stricky, if you would like to spin that, reach in there, grab five, and the order that you read them are or the order that we're going to give these to these people. I'm twisting, I'm twisting. Twisting and spinning okay, twist. and spinning and twisting and spinning. And they're ping pong balls. Yep. <laughs> Tilt it up a little bit so they don't all fall out because that happened earlier on the drive. They just dropped them all. All right, grab five of them.
1: And
2: FIBA 5. Cinco. 5. All right. Read them off. Jeff Plackey, this is your team. He's going to mix them up a little bit more. Plackey gets Virginia. Virginia. Good one. It's not actually that bad. Jesse gets. Jesse one. Gets UConn. UConn. Oh, Jesse. That's a good one. Rubber duck gets rubber ducky gets Creighton. Oh, okay. You're going to have to be a bit of a J skirm now. Rubber duck guilt nerd guilt nerd gets Tennessee. Oh, these are some good teams. All right. And Jesse, the other Jesse gets Arizona. Oh my goodness. Look at y'all Virginia. Yukon, Creighton, Tennessee, Arizona. Gotta love it. No bad picks in that group. But up next, shootout with Strick. Shootout with Strick. Got the questions. We're ready. It's gonna be a good one up next on On the Block.